Welcome back, Fat Boys Cars and Culture Podcast, coming at you, covering everything from classics to cruisers, cutting edge supercars, even our ricer friends. We're here to cover it all every week. We've got the latest news, everything that's happening in the area and the scene. Guys, make sure you follow us on all of our social medias. Eric and Derek and Hav here, man. We all appreciate you guys. Make sure to uh, like and subscribe. And of course, share with your friends. Just remember, we use some foul language. We don't uh, we don't hide it from you guys. Our fans know how we feel, and that's how we do. So follow us, sit back, and let's have a good adventure. Yeah, for sure. Going into the last two weeks of school, gentlemen. Thank, thank God. Can't wait. Yeah, put that on the podcast. That's real nice. <laughs> he didn't start yet, jerk. That'll make the hot opening right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd open it really freaking cool, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> you yeah, like the yeah. hot opens? That shit cracks me up. Usually, no. it's, usually it's something good I get out of Hob, some nugget of gold that he's got. <laughs> Eric said, fuck them kids. How <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is I got students who listen to the podcast. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's awesome. And actually, you know what? We had some students come out on set on uh, Friday night, too. So that Essentially, I, I've just got a rough outline on on how this thing's gonna, you know, just how you guys want to have a conversation. I don't know if there's anything particular. Listen to me. Hey, I'm in radio. I can't fucking talk. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> we're, we're right there with you. No worries. <laughs> I didn't know if there was any. Uh, you guys are, are kind of evolving yourself into the world of, of you know the car culture and hot rods and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I guess one of the first things that I, I kind of wanted to talk about was a little bit is is defining a hot rod man like that mm. term has changed so drastically much you know since it's since its inception and i know you guys have t- talked about a lot on your show uh some of the older the older cars you guys have come in, in contact with uh, was it your trains that like your 40 yeah the chevy? 40 chevy the 40 chevy that i'm dealing with right now yeah, yeah, that's 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 badass, man. So I mean, like, <laughs> what what makes it a hot rod? Because I I don't think that was a legit hot rod back in the day. I mean, I mean, what currently it's uh on blocks, so it, nothing's making it a hot. Rod. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot in the sense it could be stolen. <laughs> Actually, no. I I we've been talking about this last few times. It is I've been doing the the paperwork. So I don't know if any of y'all ever dealt with a lost or stole, not lost, lost or incorrect title on a car. Ooh. I am dealing with all of that paperwork and it's literally been. Yeah. Why are you well, doing it the hard I, way, man? I, well, because I have the original title. So, and if I have the original title, I don't have to apply for a salvage title. I don't have to apply for anything like that. And then I mean, you, you got to back up just a little bit more. So. You, you came across this car in the, the uh yeah person in possession said hey if you want it it's yours it's, it's so, right yeah i i got the car for free but <laughs> that's we'll, badass too we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. but it's just the the myriad of governmental bureaucracy to deal with with cars is astounds me um but that's what i'm dealing with now and what is going to happen which i just recently found out too the back then the cars were vin numbered off the engine block yeah, hundred percent. I I ran into that same thing yeah. with the '58 Cadillac I had, and the cops swore to me that my my car was stolen. Uh-huh. And I told him, I, I said, "Man, I said 
He goes, is this the original engine? I said, yes. This one happens to be the original engine. I said, but that don't mean shit. I said, I said, there's no numbers on the body. And like he called a supervisor. Indiana State Police came out. It was yeah. a pain in the ass. And the cop literally looked at him and goes, dude, they didn't put VIN numbers on these. Yes. And finally left me alone. But man, oh man, what a pain in the ass that is. So that is exactly what I'm like. Because there is, there is a serial number to the body in the car. But they vended off the engine. But the engine I have, which is the original, is a fucking boat anchor right now. Yeah. So, yeah. so when I put the new V8 that I rebuilt last year in it, it's going to be officially a hot rod. Uh, but but why? I have to go get the title changed to match why? the new. <laughs> why does it get the title a hot rod, though? I, you know, I, I, my definition personally, I guess, would be anything ramped up, increased in horsepower or torque, in some cases, to okay, make a so... car more than what it was is a hot rod to me. Oh, it doesn't me, matter me... what it looks like on the outside. It can... Let me throw this out at you then, too. So if I'm, if I'm running out in my B16 Honda Civic that's now pumping out 210 horsepower versus the factory 124, my Civic a hot rod? Absolutely. What? We, wow. <laughs> so on our show, it's it's a definite yes. We had an episode about this quite a while ago, and we, we all came to the conclusion that if you're changing it for performance reasons, then we're just going to call it a hot rod. Wow. Um, now, our opinion is worth exactly what you pay for it, and we distribute exactly. the show for free, so <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> No, I get it. So, so, so my thing. Okay, I want to ask you guys real quick. You guys are both from like different areas, right? Yeah. Like, like once isn't the other like uh, the other guy? He's from like Wyoming. You said. Yeah, he's where he lives for currently. Yes. That's yeah, I'm in. Show. I'm in Wyoming. Yeah. So the the backstory on B Squad here is, uh, me and my brother and Train and his brother, our moms are sisters, so we're all cousins. Oh, that's uh, cool. We we kind of grew up together, and we were playing video games one day, and we go, you know, we're semi entertaining, and we could probably put this out on the interwebs. Somebody might listen to it. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that's how we got our start. Well, well, we're not all cousins, but like we uh, we were driving a PRI show. Uh, no, 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 no. You're lying. It was before that. We were driving mm-hmm. to go look at that Impala. We were looking at that ragged ass oh, yeah. Impala you made me go look at. What, yes, what year right. Impala? Oh, 64. 64. 64. Oh, hey. Oh, I have a good story about a 64. That you got to make you <laughs> <guys> cry. <laughs> hey, you are going to make them cry. How no, that was a 73 Impala story. My 64 Impala? No, Hobbs 64 Impala okay. story. This is a good one. Okay, so my buddy my buddy went uh he went to this car dealership out in Illinois, uh looking at a uh T type Regal. And uh while we were there, there was this like clean it was it was outside of it, man. It was clean, man. I mean and, and when I looked it up on their website, like they had pictures where they had like taken the car apart, man, and painted it. And the the interior was was original, uh. The you know they had cleaned up the engine bay, 
you know, everything, everything, it just looked like they did a, a mild restore on it or whatever, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it didn't look, it didn't look bad. It looked like it had potential. So I was all, I was all ready to sell my Roush. I got a 2016 Roush stage two uh, with a lot of decals on it. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only way I'm getting horsepower, man. <laughs> <Your horsepower. laughs> so, hey, each one adds 10. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I got like 30 of them. All right. So, man, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So anyway, so so man, so I I had a buyer lined up. Uh, you know, me, Eric, and Derek went uh to this place. They opened up at like 10 in the morning. I was meeting the buyer at two o'clock for my car. So it was like either it was gonna happen or it wasn't. So I don't I don't know shit about those cars. So Eric Eric had built a 62 before. So I was like, Eric, you want to do me a solid? <laughs> and uh man, we went out there. He gets underneath the thing and uh he's doing his little inspection thing. We open the we open the trunk up, look in that. The trunk is completely mush. The frame's cracked. And I'm just like, Jesus, man. I mean, like, dude, why did someone go to all this fucking trouble? to make this car look this good and like that i mean i I don't know like just as a car guy like i would feel i would feel shitty as fuck man trying to sell that car and here was the problem with it more than anything like yeah i get it the car's old i understand all that you're gonna have soft floors and this is indiana illinois i mean it's like salt is like our primary staple around here like everybody has it (laughs) so Like I expect to see that shit. What I don't expect to see it is a car that's in that bad of undercarriage disaster and a fifty thousand dollar price tag. Fifty yeah, what, grand? What, what, no, they, yes. they were asking, it was like they were asking thirty eight. Thirty eight. Yeah. It's still still oh, that's oh, highway yeah. robbery. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. it was bad. It was it was so bad. And the, here's the thing too, like the guys like I'm going around, I'm like looking at this thing, he's like, oh, how clean is it? I'm like, dude, the frame is cracked. What? I said, this is an X-framed car, man. I said, I've restored these before. I said, I don't know you people who did this. I said, but this frame, this like this car should not be on the road. Like it needs a serious repair done to the X-frame. And yeah, it was, it was ridiculous, man. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Crushed my little fat heart, man. <laughs> a little fat heart. All right, that's great. I've heard that one before. But no, it's 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 amazing. You know, there are people out there like someone will go buy that car for that much, which is right. stupid, right? They don't do their their due diligence. Um, and you know, even there's there's people on the other end like they they. Polish a turd. They'll they'll make it look really pretty on the outside, just so they can go get rid of it. And that might be one of those cases, right? I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> but you, you exactly guys in Texas, you guys in like like Woodchuck and Train, you guys, man, like out west, there are some prime examples of some real potential cars out there. I mean, like I was saying, like my 50, my fifty eight Cadillac I had came from New Mexico. I mean, that thing was that thing was rock solid all the way around. I mean, the, yeah. the the wiring on the insul the insulation on the wiring looked like it could turn to dust if you looked at it funny, but I mean body wise and frame wise, it was in good shape. I mean, you guys got some real good chances to find some. I mean, are you guys still seeing them? Are 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 they still out there? Uh, evidently, because I have one. <laughs> <You know what? laughs> so um, there, 
there's definitely some disasters too. Uh, we bought the sixty T bird for our bonsai run last year, oh, I, and oh, it yeah. was that was a good episode, by the way. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, that that car was a disaster from about the the center line of the wheels down. It would there's not much left there. We ended up putting putting a frame on it, and that was one of the first cars that was a unibody. So, yes, you know when you guys named that car Angry Eyebrows, the whole time I thought. This is like a Buick Wildcat or something. I'm like, <laughs> with the, the slant, the slanted headlights, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Exactly. Yep. I, I thought for sure it was a, a, a freaking, uh, some kind of Wildcat. And he come out with the, the T-Bird. But yeah, that, I think Angry Arrows had a pretty good ring with that one too. That, that I, hit him. I forgot why we called it that. I just know that the woodchuck here wanted to keep it secret for as long as possible. Well, so the other podcasts we were going to make that run with, they they were all kind of, well, we're we're just going to keep it secret. And we were like, okay, we'll have a big reveal. So when we were discussing cars on the podcast, we had to come up with nicknames. We had Angry Eyebrows and I think uh, Sunflower or something. That was a, I think that was an 80s Trans Am or maybe a Camaro. Um, but yeah, that, that was just the nickname it got from, I think Daniel gave it that nickname. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that good. So, happen. where did that one? Find, where did you find that rolling disaster? That's that was exactly up what in... that is. That is exactly what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's getting better slowly, but it's getting better. <laughs> uh, found that one up in Montana. Uh, Man, it see, looks, it looked like crazy. it. It probably got in a fender bender in the first eighteen thousand miles of its life. And just sat forever and just rusted Ooh. away. Man, that's a shame, man. That, that's but, wild. You know, it's there funny. Are... Like, Blah, I keep talking over you. Um, it's all right. This is what people who run podcasts is... do. We all try to run it. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we get disasters like that. But, you know, you are right that you get into the high desert uh, not particular where I'm at, but out west of um, the Austin San Antonio line, out towards you know Nevada and all the way up into parts of Wyoming and Utah. Um, that hot, dry air really does well in preserving bodies, like you were saying. It all the other stuff, interiors and all that, just crumble away. Um, but there are lots of opportunities out there. Um, and Lefty, if he was here, he he works in a lot of those areas a lot. Um, in the off season, fire for his mm-hmm. job, and he comes back all, always showing me pictures. Hey, here's this, here's this, here's this. It's just you know lines of cars along a fence line of wow. you know just sitting there. Um, so yeah, they are out there. Unfortunately, with advent of all the car shows like. Gas Monkey and uh, Texas Steel and all that. Oh People God! Realizing realizing that their hunk of junk might be worth something, so all the inflated prices on everything now. Isn't that shit? Dri- isn't that shit just drive you wild though? I mean, like, you want me to spend eight thousand dollars on a shell that I have to put another twenty to thirty into? You're out of your mind, exactly. man. Exactly. I mean, yeah. like that fifty-eight Cadillac I picked up. Car was twelve hundred bucks, man. I mean, and it was in good shape. It cost me more to get it home from New Mexico than it did 
to buy the stupid car. As it should be. I I mean, if you go that far <laughs> to get a car, yes. But now, I mean, I was looking up a 40 that looked worse than mine. And they wanted $8,000 for it. Holy uh, shit. Like, that is know. nuts. Absolutely not. So You know, it's like, and how, how do you justify that for, you know, we, we talk about my, my nephew and a lot of things he's into and, you know, and, and trying to get these guys who are new into the game or younger and wanting to get into the, the car scene and stuff. And how do you, how do you justify that to a, a new hot rod guy or a new builder and be like, yeah, just go pluck down eight grand and then put another 20 into it over the next five to seven years while you're restoring it. And man, are you going to have something fun? How do you? Oh, man. Hence, like, hence, hence why we deem any vehicle that has been upgraded to have more power than stock. <laughs> because I, I, I kid you not, okay? If you want somebody to get into the game early, young, like, like they want to do, they want to spend the money, okay, they're going to have to go get that uh, Honda Civic Del Sol or uh, Toyota whatever. They're not going to get a Supra. Or you know an no. AE eighty six or anything like that, um, but they can get something to start with. They can start tooling well, around until they get that money to start, or luck out like I did, you know. <laughs> right. Well, we recommend though for all, everybody who's a big listener of the Fat Boys podcast is if you go out and buy uh, that Honda Civic Del Sol. Is you pick that up along with your testosterone replacement therapy, and then you move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you do. We 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 are not okay. We judge. I do, I, I will judge. Like we also say that uh, our stance on stance cars is that they're wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> but no. that's fine. You know, to, to each their own. And, you right. know, if, if he's having a good time wrenching on it and making it good and doing what he wants to do, fucking fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we, we agree with that, too. We give a lot of jabs to our, our Ricer community that we listen to or that, you know, friends of the pod here. And we just uh, it's just it's just all in good fun, man. I mean, if you can't bust each other's nuts, who can you bust? Right. Exactly. Yeah, so. it's all it's all good. And man. I, Not- I get a lot of shit because I'm, I'm I'm really a rat rod guy. I love rat rods. Oh, God, a I lot of shit from everybody. Like it's a fucking piece of junk. Oh, I don't. I don't care. Rat That's rods funny. are like rat rods are like <laughs> nails on chalkboard to me, man. Oh, <laughs> See, <laughs> See it, and it's not my thing either. But I mean, I first and foremost, I subscribe to the theory that it's your car, your money. You do what you want. Have fun. But and, yeah, I, I'm with I do you. Rat rods that. are not me. No, no, I, I can't, I can't get behind it. How about, like, where you guys at? Like the resto mod stuff that's been like popular the last, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years or something like that. I am building my wife a '67 fastback Mustang, and it is getting highly resto modded. I'm so I'm kind of into that. So, what generation of Coyote motor are you putting in? <laughs> it's actually got a a big block FE in it. Ah. <sighs> You had me at fastback. You lost me at FB. <laughs> well, it was one of those, uh, a buddy of mine said, hey, you want this engine for your Mustang? And I said, yes. <laughs> we, so uh, the price was right on that one. 
we here at the, uh, otherwise i'd probably definitely put a coyote in it oh man we are coyote fanatics man i love that engine i've i've got one i actually just sold my car with one in it and man oh man oh man i just that is to me is the pinnacle of ford's absolute engineering brilliance i mean that is go ahead the coyote engine is a pretty badass engine oh my god man that that is like that you know they they basically started with that 427 camera back in the 60s and like that engine has just finally got to the peak of its ultimate height and i just think it's i just think it's wonderful man nothing no American car can sing at 8,000 RPMs like a Coyote engine. And so I am going to bust your balls astounded. a little I bit. That, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that 427 camera, that was an FE engine. Just just saying. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not denying that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was it was an FE engine, but single overhead cam. I mean, back in the day, dude, that was that's that's a sick engine, man. I mean, yeah, that, that was a that was a very cool engine. Yeah, as far as as far as the rare birds go, that was definitely one of them. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I know I know Hobbs a fan. Hobbs a big fan of the Coyote. Je- uh, Derek's just got Coyote jealousy in him, right? Right, Derek? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. So, so do, you, do do you still have that uh uh 2016 uh, Roush then? Yeah. You just so, and Hobbs, what do you drive? Oh no no no! That that's that's what I drive. I I got the sixteen Roush. Right, you have the sixteen Roush. But what is Hoff drive? That is Hoff. Oh, that is yeah. Hoff. Yeah, I just okay. sound black. I, I'm I'm not black. Okay. <laughs> Derek, right? Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> okay. So I, drive I don't a, um, I don't have the thing up. I have a O six S one ninety seven that's got the four point six in it. Oh, right, okay. Nice. So I got the three valve. That's oh, you exciting. know what? If you guys are going to broadcast this on your on your platform as well, we should go ahead and let them know that Derek is black. We like to make he likes to make sure people know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've listened to a few episodes. It seems to come up in every episode. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hey, a thing, Derek. It's hey, a thing. Check that off the list. <laughs> oh, no, man. but he, he doesn't Just, have he doesn't have a regular. Stock 4.6. Derek, tell them tell them what you have in your car. So it is a it's got a Vortec V3 setup on it. Um 47 pound injectors. I got a uh BBKX pipe, buffer deletes with MSR uh MBRPs on it. So it's a it's a it's a nice little grocery getter. Yeah, I call I'll it say. the slow convertible. The slow convertible. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody, but it's an automatic. <laughs> It's oh, not automatic. Oh, all right. It's not automatic. We, we got problems now. Okay, so <laughs> I will give you why I got this vehicle. This vehicle, like, fell in my lap. I used to work for a, um, I'll say I used to work for a car, uh, a nationwide car vendor um, for 11 years, and they don't pay us, so I'm not sharing their name. Um, but they uh it came in and it was actually the brother of the original owner because the original owner had passed away and they pretty much i pretty much stole this thing um it's got it i bought it with seventy three thousand miles on it cherry red red on red interior everything mm. with the vortex v3 set up in it and i only paid sixty five hundred dollars for this car oh, okay, you did nice. steal that car <laughs> you absolutely so, stole that 
and, yeah, and you, you got all, all, the all the paperwork from where it was built, and the guy put like twenty five grand under the hood. So, <laughs> oh, okay, so I say you didn't do the upgrades; they did the upgrades. No, no, did no. You do now I did all of the cosmetic stuff. Okay, the actual upgrade was all done uh, before purchasing. Except oh the man, they do the exhaust stuff. <laughs> that is a score. Way to go! Yeah, so. That was the yeah, only man. reason that car came into my life. <laughs> but like that's that's like that's the steal of the deal, right? I mean, you find something like that, you jump on it, you're having a ton of fun in it, and it it doesn't cost you thirty thousand dollars in restoration fees, right? I mean, it's like that's that's the goal, man. That's that's just that's awesome. That's a good story too. Yeah, but, you know, you you guys are you guys are saying it's a steal and all, but hey, I mean, let's let's just keep it mindful that you know it is an automatic, and it is a convertible. <laughs> Hey, no, no one's perfect. No one's perfect. Hey, but you know what? Let's talk about all of the times that I leave all of their asses in it. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's let's talk about a fifth gear pull on the interstate. You want to talk about that? Ah, good time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time, man. I missed that car. I do. I missed that car too. I had a uh, I had a 2015 S550 Mustang. It was also a Roush stage too, and I had uh, I had put and Edelbrock supercharger on it and we were pushing i don't know north of 800 or something mm-hmm. it was ridiculous and uh that that car was just it was stupid fast i mean just absolutely ridiculously fast and derek and i were playing around on the highway one day and he was trying to see how fast it was i had one of our other buddies with me and we made a pull and we got there he goes man that last pull i almost had you i'm like yeah well, I was in fifth gear, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was basically oh. idling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right, exactly. exactly. It's kind of like in the Princess Bride where he goes, I'm not left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bad, that was a badass car. That car scared yeah. the shit out of me, especially when you put those uh, that rubber on there, too. Oh, That's, yeah, oh. I had thrown a set of bead locks on it towards the end, and it was... Oh my god, that car was stupid fast. It hook and you'd be scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you, had to peel, you had to peel your face off the back yeah. of the seat, man. I mean, it was just it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was it was good times. But now, but I I actually got pretty lucky. I actually sold that car at the peak of people's insanity and made a pile of money on that car and uh, ended up buying some land with the money and. Just recently, as of Friday, actually, I just finished building the pole barn, so I actually have the the shop I've always wanted with it. Ooh, shop talk! I'm in now. <laughs> Tell me about the shop. See, okay, I I don't know if you other two have at all listened to any of our stuff. It, this this one here built the biggest fucking shop I've ever seen over the last year and a half, and now he's he's all into getting it wired and all that, so that he could finally start into his vehicles and and i did know that because i am on the same page except for my shop is not like your 80 by 1000 monstrosity i know (laughs) no 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 i i did a a 50 by 30 building with 14 and a half foot high trusses and i had radiant floor heating poured into the concrete and all that good stuff and it it must be fucking nice (laughs) damn and you want your car in luxury you know (laughs) I mean, all those years, I mean, I'm not shitting you, man. Like all them years of laying on concrete and like the middle of January and like, oh my God, I was just, I'm just like, I'm over all that. I'm, I'm old now. I need, I need to be taken care of. I need to be, I'm a kept man. I need to be kept up here. So, 
when it, when it came time to do it, I'm like, my wife is actually the one who talked me into it. We found a builder and, and, and here's the truth. And, and Woodchuck, I don't know where you found your builder at, but my builder, and I'm, I don't care if they pay for advertising or not. Graber post frame out of Montgomery, Indiana, dude, I'm here to tell you, these are the best workers I've ever seen in my life. They're all hundred percent Amish and they put that barn up in no time. And their price was ridiculously good. So I did a turnkey build. They did the they did the shell, the concrete, uh, put my radiant floor heating in, did all my doors, windows, and everything, and and basically call it three and a half days. I had a barn from nothing. Crap. Yeah, like ridiculous. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll post the uh, I gotta post the pictures up still on the the media page, but yeah, it's um. Is awesome, man. I mean, it is awesome. But I mean, honestly, I mean, without the sell of that of my Roush, you know, two years ago, I mean, yeah, I had to, I was still saving for, I used the Roush money to buy the land and then, you know, a little bit left over to help do the barn. But I mean, that was all the sell during people's pandemic insanity. I mean, I mean, it was, I took advantage of it. It sucks. And now I, I lost a car that I'd been building for years, but whatever. I mean, it is what it is really hope everybody enjoyed our chat with the b-squad hot rod guys we're going to break this episode into two parter because we got a lot more conversation ahead of it with those folks so, uh, hope you guys really come back and listen to the part two stay tuned thanks again and remember follow us on all of your social media channels thank you again this is eric from the fat boys cars and culture